Welcome to Phil Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole. This is an embarrassment of this face. What? What's the matter, shit? You got wax in your ears. Hello and welcome to Phil Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want without having to deal with the constant antics of Derek Batacek. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Well, today we've got a guest. He's on the show. Let's welcome him. Let's get this started. Welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, Phil. How's it going? Welcome to be here, and I'm glad, so happy to be here. You're welcome to be here? Yeah, I'm welcome to be here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I just really reiterated what you said, so... <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad to have you. And uh, the reason we brought you in here for this show, we had to track you down through our agents and get you, is because you are also a fellow lover of a film that we're going to be talking and watching today. Very much so. And I am super excited and I cannot wait. It has been the epitome of every day coming for until this day. So I am so happy and ready to be here. Awesome. And the film that we are talking about is the 1989 cult classic comedy film known as UHF. Yes. And you may know this. uh, This is the Weird Al film. Yes. Good old Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, who has been around for probably a very long time. And I'm sure everyone in America and probably that lives in other countries knows who he is from his music and everything else he does. Yeah, Weird Al is a household name. Everybody, I think. Yeah, everybody should know, and if you don't know, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, this film was uh, released on July 21st, 1989. Wow, I was really young when this came out. We were probably the the same age, because we're both the same age right now. Yeah. So, how about that? Makes sense. It does. Uh, The budget for this film was $5 million. Which is crazy. And the box office only brought in $6.1 million. That's surprising actually i would figure that it would have been lower for how many people did not like it oh the critics did not like this movie no they did not like it at all and i was very surprised because when i saw it when we've talked about this before i thought it was actually a really funny genuinely funny movie and i loved it did you see it in the theaters i did not i wish i did yeah i didn't either i don't remember the first time i saw this movie i have no idea but I know in like like uh, maybe middle school or high schools, like when me and my friends got really into it, and we would just reuse like every joke from the film, like yeah. over and over, kind of like you and I do when we're just randomly talking. This was one of those relative movies where I saw it from a relative when we were all hanging out, and he said, "You have to see this movie; it's hilarious." And I said, "I mean, I was young. Uh-huh. What did I know? If they put it on, I was going to watch it anyway." And I was laughing so hard. And it was the characters in it are so good. And a lot of the characters, I think one or two of them got their starts from this show. Uh, Movie. Well, there's uh, there's Michael Richards in it. um, Victoria Jackson's in it. David Bowe. Uh, obviously, Weird Al, Kevin McCarthy, and uh, oh shoot, what is Fran? Fran Dresser. Fran Dresser, right? Dresser. Dresser. Fran Dresser. Yeah, <laughs> I can't get names right. Yeah, she's in it. That was before she did the nanny. Yep. And it was before uh, uh, Michael Richards became Cosmo Kramer on yes. Seinfeld when he shot to super fame. Which 
when you see Cosmo Kramer and then you see this movie, UHF, you can see yes. very big similarities yes. in both characters. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> and it pretty much has just drawn from one to the other. And it is it is hilarious. You, Yeah, before he was Cosmo Kramer, he was Stanley Spadowski. I think he'll always be Stanley Spadowski. Yes, Please, he will. come on. With his mop. Yeah, exactly. My mom! But we're going to get to all that. We're going to actually play the movie, and we're going to sort of tell stories, um, I guess, from our childhoods or when we saw things. And anything that comes up, we're going to talk about and also just laugh at the movie pretty much times like that, too. So we're going to get into it. I'm going to play. Um, I actually don't have it in here. <laughs> I don't have the movie. We are here. going to go through the movie, and we're going to say it line by line. We we've can. Seen it that many times. We can do we it can line do by it. line. <laughs> oh damn it I don't even have it in here alright hold on Smash Smash get in here no. I need the UHF movie the DVD DVD alright Smash is gonna bring it in for us I've always wanted to meet him and I've heard him he's so annoying you don't want to meet him trust me here he comes Well. I need to talk to you. I don't, you say that every time. You don't need to talk to me. I'm the one that called you in here. How's that even possible? <sighs> Matt, this is Smash. Hey, Smash. How's it going? Oh, the theme music. No. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, Matt. I really am. He plays. Hey, it's okay. I mean, I know everybody's got their own thing. He plays this damn theme music every time he enters a room. It's it's driving me crazy. I can't figure out how to turn it off either. I have no idea, and I know I'm good with computers, but I couldn't help you. Well, I love my theme song. Well, it sucks. Everyone else hates it, so I hate it. <laughs> you know, it was good. And I did like it when I was listening to it on other shows, but now it is does get kind of annoying on Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. I totally agree. Turn it on. Turn it down. All right. Thank you, Smash. All right. So Smash brought in the DVD here for me, and uh, we're going to pop this bad boy uh, in and get this uh, movie started in here. So Smash, get out. We don't want you here for the show. Hello. Hey, Smash, could you do me a solid? I have not had my car washed ever since I've had it. Would you be able to, like, you know, maybe wash it for me? You want me to wash your car? If it's not too much of a big deal. I like it. I think that is a great idea. To get you out of here, Smash, so you're not in our hair, go wash his car, and I want you to do, like, a fine, detailed job, too. Like, no messing around. You're going to clean every inch of Matt's car. I like that idea. That's a good idea, Matt. That's a really good idea. I figured it would, you know, make everybody do their own job, and this way me and Phil can, you know, get back to the movie. But Phil... No. No, you're not staying here. Go wash the car. This is... Zombie... <sighs> Hopefully he does a good job washing your car. I sure. hope so, because... I'm not sure he will. I haven't seen it clean yet, so I'm sure whatever he does is going to be good. Yeah, he's, he's all right sometimes for chores like that, but he's really annoying. So let's get the movie started here again. The 1989 Weird Al classic comedy film UHF. We're going to hit play right here. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you guys haven't seen this, you should definitely watch it. You know, Yes, please watch it because it is definitely worth seeing. But here we go. We hit play and the movie is started. Oh, sweet. Roar. Got a lion here. I love lions. Roar. You do? Yeah. 
Why not? You really love them? Yeah. Uh, oh, and Matt also picked up these uh, delicious vanilla milkshakes for the viewing. I feel like I'm in the movie theater. I got chocolate, but no big deal. Right. Orion, which I, you don't I see get anymore. Picture. That's life. Yeah. Hmm. Orion, is that film company even still around? No. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I have no idea. And of course, we open up with the best opening in film cinematics. You know, I actually forgot about this. Um, when you you, uh, when I last time I saw this, I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it has this random ass beginning." As only Weird Al could do it. It even says Weird Al in the credits. I love that. In big letters. Yeah, in giant letters. You know, he did not direct this movie. Jay Levy did. Yeah, I think I I'm trying to remember, but that's who it was, obviously. Yeah, who's like his manager or something as well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they they like wrote it together, like the screenplay yeah. and stuff. But uh, yeah, so they're going through like the like it's like a jungle. There's bamboo, <laughs> and at, at first you heard like monkeys and like animals that sounds like they would actually be there. You start hearing dogs and cows, and the mist is greatly used. It looks like real mist. Oh, oh forgot about this part. This part is I already awesome. forgot about something. <laughs> Takes the guy's arm right off with a whip. The guy wants to shoot him right in the back. From the shoulder, too. Weird Al makes... She just makes quick work of that guy. That was awesome. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Now you gotta remember when you watch this, but like, kind of take your mind back to like 1989. Like A lot of these jokes... This is like an Indiana spoof. Yes. Indiana Jones spoof, clearly. I love, I love the spider webs. Yes. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> and you got to admit, even for 89, this was pretty good. So they just walk through a spider web and it would obviously get all stuck all over you. And he like opens it up like a doorway and steps through it. I love stupid comedy like that. Clean. Nothing. <laughs> it's a silly face statue. It's certain death for anyone who enters. We must turn back. No. No. <laughs> no. He can't take Weird Al seriously. He's trying so hard to be serious. No. He got so over the facial top. expression throughout this whole scene, except for this part. <laughs> <laughs> the guy walks out. The poor guy walks out of the cave and literally gets hit by a train. Now, how did they not notice that when they were walking in? Yeah. No tracks. <laughs> no, there was <laughs> wasn't there. We saw them walk in. Weird Al is a great guy. He really is. I've had so many of his albums. He is definitely a genius for the amazing stuff that he writes and has written. <laughs> now you know, all different so stop many, signs and so every many single way to not go forward. Keep out. <laughs> Dangerous area. Wrong way. Stop. Severe tire damage. <laughs> I love that scene too because you see him like walking through like a, an area with big giant stones, and then when he, later I'm foreshadowing when he runs out, there's a falling rock sign that oh, was there? not there before. Oh, it was oh. not in that shot. I think that shot when he walks through was they used the real Indiana Jones one, oh, which sweet. is why it looks so bad. 
So what is, is this an Emmy or what is he going after here? Is an Oscar? Oscar. Oscar. I'm terrible with uh, the award shows. I don't know what any of them are for what. So if you have not seen any Indiana Jones, which I find hard to believe, originally there is a bag, there is a jewel, a head, I think, a skull, on top of the pillar. He is going for an Oscar. <laughs> it's already making such a parody of this movie. Mm-hmm. He's got the bag of sand in his hand, ready to make the switch. Take some sand out. He's like, ah, the hell with it. <laughs> Says, forget it. Chucks the sand, just takes the Oscar. Your watch for the falling rock sign. Now it's there. Oh, there it is. Watch <laughs> for falling rocks. It wasn't there before. But that is a huge boulder that just hit him on the head. Even if that was fake, that hit him right in the head. You would be dead. And it actually knocked him forward. <laughs> it's probably like big foam rock. But if a big boulder hit you, you would be dead so quick. Alright, looks like he's escaped. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about this part. Turns around, just his head. His head, his head turns 180 degrees around the back of his body to see a rock rolling at him. Oh, I totally forgot. I, I'm gonna say this a hundred times during the show. I forgot about that part. He dove through spider webs and then he and gets the, outside and there's none on him. Nope, and the ball follows him. The big boulder, actually. Alright, so now he's going by different landscapes, obviously green screened. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's following him. It rocks with him. Turning in different directions. Now, when I first saw this, this scene freaked me out. I don't know why. Probably like, because he gets smushed and he looks like he's really smushed. He's flattened like a pancake. Or like a burger, perhaps. And now one of the best scenes. Do you know that this movie was filmed uh, almost exclusively in Tulsa, Oklahoma? <gasps> I did read that. Mm-hmm. Daydreaming again? No, no, I was just uh, admiring how clean and shiny this grill is. Come on, George, we're busy here. You know what the problem is? Nobody here appreciates a guy with a good imagination. Well, at least not the people at the lumberyard. Or the miniature golf course. Or Floyd's Fish Market. Or any of the other places you worked in the last month, right? Yeah, well, someday. Someday they'll be sorry. They'll be <laughs> someday they'll be sorry. Oh, yes, All of a sudden yes, they'll yes. say, hey! <laughs> 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 never oh, my gosh, he gets that kid so good. Oh, my gosh. He blasts these these people with mustard. Oh, jeez. You better not let Big Edna see that. She'll have a fit. Big Edna. Big Edna. Big Edna. Big Edna. He's on, like, a broken record. Why are you so afraid of that pathetic tub of lard? Obviously right behind him. <laughs> she easily just launched them 400 miles into the sky. Yep. And they are still falling. Coonies. Coonies Karate School. I knew this was gonna happen. You're right, Bob. I'm sorry. 
I always what wondered I what kind of car they drive. Yeah, what is that Here. thing? I have no idea. I want you to take this crowbar and <laughs> just bash my head right in. Go ahead, <laughs> really. Please, just, just bash it right in. Uh, George, you know I couldn't do that. You still owe me five bucks. <laughs> and that's a lot of money back then. Hey, Cooney! He wasn't the least bit taken aback by a guy flying no. out of a broken window from the second story and landing on the concrete. And obviously he's not moving. <laughs> they haven't moved! Ah, oh, the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. Yes. Have you ever tried this? I have not. I have tried it. Is it good? Yeah, my buddies and I in high school, we gotta actually try this. Uh, it's not all that great. <laughs> not that great. Look what I got here, Bob. Twinkie Wiener sandwich, your favorite. <laughs> you hear Still hearing noises. You hear the guys doing the next karate. Door doing karate. <laughs> sure up, will ya? Hey, my life. <laughs> sound effects. You know, Bob. Could you imagine that being next door? Bad attitude here. <laughs> you see, Bob, you gotta look at the big picture. You gotta grab life by the lips and yank as hard as you can. <laughs> Stuff is falling off the wall. Because the they are doing karate next yeah. door. It's a great. What do you think Terry's gonna say when she hears you got fired again? Terry. Oh no! What time is it? <laughs> 7 30. So oh, random. Boy, I gotta go. I'll see you later, Bob. <laughs> the guy doesn't pull his fist through. Oh, when he was wondering what time it was, the, a guy punches through the wall from the karate place, well, and he just and looks at the guy's wristwatch. Serious discussion about our various career options. Boy, I really like what you've done with your hair. It's really. George, did you get fired again? <laughs> yes, yes, it's all true. I just don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> so what's for dinner? I think one of my friends had that as their uh, answering machine. That would be awesome. Like their voicemail. Big old pot of mashed potatoes. Do you remember um, Duke Nukem? Yes. How you could play that. You connect on the modems. Oh, yeah. And you play like, it was one of those like first games that you would do that. online. Yeah. And be like, and you'd like connect. We played Duke Nukem 3D and you could make set sounds that you could press and one of them was, we had the Weird Al one. He's like, I just don't know what's wrong with me. That is awesome. One of like the hotkeys or whatever yeah. that you could press. I don't think I've ever done that. I didn't even know you could do that. You could change it. There was like 10 of them you could change. We used all kinds of clips. But don't what kind of dress worry. is that? You're a fine young That's an 80s dress. I'm sure you'll get another job right away. And the earrings. Harvey. You got such a good face. <laughs> Just look look at, oh my gosh, face. I forgot what I did Would you look at this face? Is this a face you can <laughs> die for? <laughs> this face stretched like eight inches off his face. So, where's Uncle Harvey? I haven't seen him all night. Oh, he'll be out soon. I think he's having some sort of last-minute business meeting. Two pair, aces high. <laughs> <laughs> last-minute business. Yeah, what? Yeah, what? Hey, I love Louis. who answers the phone I that way. I just wanted to congratulate you, Mr. Bilchick. <laughs> you did very well at the track this afternoon. I remember oh, those yeah. clocks. I won again. Oh, yeah, the spinners. Right, mm -hmm. yeah, thanks, Louis. Bye. Now, he was so rude to him. I know, right? Deal, He's terrified of him later. It's like the gangster, like oh, the head gangster. Hi. 
He's like Dr. Claw or Mr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. It was reminding me of him. Oh, I can't remember. Something Claw. Something Claw. Gadget, I'll get you. That was terrible. Rodeo Drive. Rodeo Drive. What's this? Oh, that's the date to Channel 62. I wanted with a pair of sevens. I was bluffing. Channel 62. Never heard of it. I'm not surprised. More people watch the fish tank at Leo's Pet Store. It's a little UHF station on the edge of town. It's been on the brink of bankruptcy for years. Oh, really? Oh, I failed to even say a lot of my uh, uh, the things in the beginning of the Phil Interrupted intro I took from UHF. Yes, there's R.J. Fletcher. There's um, uh, Stanley Spinowski going to drink from the fire hose. Yeah, this movie's had a huge influence on me, obviously. I had to put some of the clips uh, in the intro. George, George, dear, can you come over here for a second? Puts the dog right in the punch bowl. No, not him. Forget it. No way. This is clearly a weird alpha. Like you can oh, just yeah. tell. He's letting you run his TV station. Hey, he trusts me. Besides, he's going to California. He doesn't want to be bothered with it. It's such a desolate parking lot. There's nothing anywhere around. The grass is not cut. Well, it's way too high. Here we are. <laughs> it looks like a dump. It looks run down. This is oh, a coyote. Wow, this is even better than I imagined. He <laughs> loves it. Thrilled. Why is it like his hair got longer? Who knows? See, the front it's a door's open. Place. It's a friendly place. <laughs> hey, mister. Look at his eyes. Change. You got change. The homeless guy. Oh, um, sure. It's a friendly place. 85. 95. $1. $1. Thanks, mister. <laughs> they were so confused. He didn't really want the money. He just actually wanted to change. change. <laughs> Hello. I'm now you go from walking in the building right into this room. Whoa. Those sorts of cool chemicals. Beakers. I'd be like, why the hell is this in a TV station? It's like a chemistry lab. Yes, there's all kinds of TVs and everything else in there. Who are you? I'm Philo. Philo. I've been trying to remember his name all day. I couldn't remember his name. So, isn't it a little late for you to be working? I live here. I mean, what time do you normally go home? This is my home. I live here. Hold these. No, no. Like this. This is such a cheap 80s effect. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I just want to see if my <clears throat> interocitor can withstand a sudden charge of 60,000 volts. What? So Victoria Jackson is Weird Al's girlfriend. Yes. Uh, well, she plays Weird Al's girlfriend in this. And uh, that's actually how Weird Al got Nirvana to do the agreement when he did the Smells Like Nirvana really? parody. Because she worked on Siren at Live yeah. at the time. And uh, Nirvana was performing. And apparently during Kurt Cobain's monologue, he calls in 
Weird Al and was like, hey, I want to do a parody of your song. And Kurt Cobain was like, okay. Like, I want to go, like, search this on YouTube and find a clip yeah. of this. Kurt Cobain was like, okay. And he's like, are you going to, like, put food in it? Because Weird Al puts a lot of food in all his yeah. parodies. And he's like, actually, I was going to do it about how nobody can understand your lyrics. And Kurt Cobain was like, oh, okay, then sure. Go for it. So he it's got totally he, different. He got that gig through Victoria Jackson. That's crazy. You know, when I first took this job, <laughs> and now we had the receptionist, Fran Drescher. Was only temporary, and that eventually, when the time was right, I would be moved up to news, which is really my forte. You know how long I've been working here? Weird Al's oh, yes. eyes in this movie. I know. And they go super big, and they just stay that way. You have a new boss. This job really sucks. <laughs> This is my friend Bob. <laughs> <laughs> totally dismisses. Oh my god, I completely forgot about this too. It's a giant supermarket of cars. I got so many cars. People come up to me and say, "Hey, Jody, where'd you get all those cars? Looky here. I got red cars. I got green cars. I got enough cars to choke a camel." Tell you what, friends. It's funny, both of the women, plays his girlfriend, and friend Drescher, both sound the same, but look completely different. They do look totally different. Oh, well, I guess I'll just have to send it back to him tomorrow. No, th- that's okay. I'll, I'll take it over myself. Whatever happened to her That'd after the nanny? To meet the competition. She did a couple movies, I think, you know, George, and I, I think that's it. Really no, I don't think many people have heard from her since then. He's not the nicest guy in the world. Oh, come on. He can't R. be all Fletcher. Bad. Yes. You just got to know how to talk to those guys. <laughs> I have used that line so many times in my life, Can't stolen from this movie. I tell you to do? Does this look like a number two pencil? <laughs> you thought? I don't pay you to think. Jeez. But Dad. Shut up. <laughs> but Dad. Shut up. All right. But Who's Dad. Got your search report? I left the report on your desk, sir. I don't see it. <laughs> when did you put it here? Yesterday before I left, sir. The janitor. The janitor. He is like one of the best there. villains ever. Probably yes. threw it out when he was cleaning up in here. Send in the janitor. He has I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. points during his, this kind of behavior his scenes where he actually this reminds me of Mooney. Oh, yeah, Mooney from Killer Clowns. <laughs> He's the ultimate mean man. Yes. Everything he does is mean. You Everything. See, Everything. <laughs> That's right. I guess you know why I called you in here. Because you're lonely? <laughs> oh, you moron. <laughs> now look carefully. Stanley Spadowski made his entrance. From this desk. Uh, stapler. No! <laughs> now listen to me. There was a very important file on this desk. A file that represented two months of intensive research. It's my guess that you threw it out. Oh, uh, no, sir. No. Uh, Were you in here cleaning up last night? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I was. Do you see that file on my desk now? <sighs> Gee, I don't know. Lord. I think I've proven my point. You are a worthless human being, Mr. Uh, Spadowski. Doesn't even know his name. Spadowski. Worthless. May I call you Stanley? Okay. Stanley. 
You're fired! But I, I, I didn't. Get out! <laughs> Get out! People are... He closes the door on himself. He doesn't even realize he's not out yet. Well, what do you know? The research file. Here it is. Been sitting here all the time. They're not like, hey, wait, go grab him. Like, yeah, give no, him his like, job oh, back. Too late. We fired him. <laughs> hey, home, I He's still yeah, cracking up as they come out of the office. Hey, RJ! <laughs> the phone Everything stopped. Everything goes silent. Somehow the phones magically <laughs> cease <laughs> to make any sound. Say, nice place you got here. You know, I was just thinking, since we're both in the business... Where'd you get it's this? so broken. Do you realize that stealing mail is a federal offense? Hold on, you don't understand. I was... No, you don't understand how serious a crime this is. I think you just better clear out your desk and get out. You're through, mister. Fired him. But I don't work here. Trespassing, huh? He's <laughs> <laughs> the best character. Before I call the police. Look, I just thought we could make... Five, four, three... Gee, look at the time. Well, gotta go. Keep in touch. Phones go right back on. <laughs> the like nothing ever happened. Noise. Oh, yes. The scene's good, too. No, no, please. It's all I've got left. Let go. This is station property. No, no. It's my mom. What a Let's weird go. thing to walk around the corner and see in an office. That's my mom. Not anymore, buddy. Old school hey, sound effect right? right there. It's just not fair. Come on, forget about it. It's only a mop. Only a mop. Only a mop. <laughs> uh, you don't understand. The background story. That mop was given to me for my birthday when I was eight years old. We've never been apart. <laughs> I don't know how his glasses stayed on during that. Shook him profusely. No, I don't even have a job anymore. 15 years, they just tossed me out like an old bag of moldy tangerines. Yes! <laughs> I use that line in everyday speech. That is Phil's speech. Such a moldy great line. Tangerines. Well, maybe he blew his nose. For me. I don't did know where. I did not hear that before. <laughs> he blew his At nose in his, time his jacket. Movie, I have never heard him blow his nose. Stanley Spadowski. <laughs> George Newman. Oh, well, I'm glad to meet you, George. Hey, I'm going to do a really good job. Don't be sorry. Really he was good weeping. Good he blew his nose. I'm going to clean the glasses for you. No, that's... Ah, I'll make him real shiny, real shiny. He's such a strange actor. It's great. I know. He's so over the top. I was surprised on how well Weird Al did do acting in this movie. Yeah, he's like, pretty he solid. very natural. Is this it? The Rubik's was it Rubik's cube? Rubik's cube. Why do we say Rubik's cube? Blind guy no, trying to solve a Rubik's cube. I don't see a noodles McIntyre. McIntosh. At your service. Yeah, George. Never mind. Noodles. I think I found him. Come on, come on. That guy ended up going to be in uh, Sopranos. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of the mobster guys. We go now live. 
to U62's Pamela Finkelstein on the steps at City Hall. Thank you. Hi, Pamela <laughs> so low. I know. Boy, it's quite a scene this morning on the front steps of City Hall. We're awaiting the emergence of Mayor Thompson from his annual city budget meeting. <laughs> I think he... Oh, yeah, here comes Why the that funny? Let's go up and maybe we can get a few words out of him. They <laughs> just tripped him. Totally tripped him. Oh, did I do that? Oopsie. And you those, those things are fragile. You should be more careful. <laughs> Here he is now. I think that we should be able to. Hey, sweetheart, take my advice. Broads don't belong in broadcasting. I love intentionally over mean people. They have to try to be that mean. That's a pretty nasty cut. Yeah, that was not nice. Macintosh. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. Broads don't belong in broadcasting? Is that the kind of professional courtesy you teach your news department? Why, that's just terrible. Speaking directly to RJ. Yep. Why are you slimy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just hilarious. Oh, yes. Old Boys Club. Town talk. I'm George Newman, and today our special guest is local high school shop teacher, Joe Early. Joe, thanks for joining us. Thank you, homeboy. Oh, thank you, homeboy. <laughs> Would you mind giving us a little demonstration? Not at all. You know that uh, he's a comedian actor. His name is Emo Phillips. I never knew his name, mm-hmm. but I know he was a comedian too. Or maybe, yeah, and he's been traveling around the country for decades. A lot of people. <laughs> the sophisticated piece of machinery table saw. What crazy face! Your dad was not phased at all. Cut his thumb clean off. Didn't even realize he did it. There's blood everywhere. My face red. (laughs) Right into this. Okay, kids, let's go. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. That dad is so happy. Yep. A giant warehouse this song is, this commercial is on the soundtrack, and it is hilarious. Every time you hear it, there's Asian spatulas, everything must go. Kids are so happy. Wow, hordes, hordes of people running in, customers, all different colors. Ooh. Don't forget they make great <laughs> this, I love you. I still use to this day. And what better way to say I love you than with a gift of a spatula? <laughs> His face. Spatula City. I love you. This is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. 
I like their spatula so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? <laughs> Here's a fun fact for you. They set up the uh, the billboard on a highway that wasn't used very often. Yeah. In that Spatula City billboard. They actually bought it and put it up there. And it, the company didn't take it down. They only paid for a short amount of time. Yeah. The company did not take it down. So it ended up being up there for like a few months. And people used to pull off on the exit and ask where Spatula City was. <laughs> that is so awesome. Walk on over and see who's in Where our did these kids come from? Hi, they look so Billy. bored. Billy, Billy what? <laughs> <laughs> he spits the craziest uh-huh. movie on his nose. He spit in his face and he you laughed. You can see the kid That's laugh. Right. It's your pal, Bobo the Clown. Yay! Here's another thing I actually learned while I was researching this. He hits him in the face with the pan. Yeah. He really actually hit him. He didn't mean to. He meant to obviously stop right before yeah. his face, but he smashes him. So his reaction is genuine. Uh-oh. Bobo fall down. Go boom. <laughs> when he gets up here, he's actually hurt. Say, Bobo, what's wrong? Oh, I bet I know. You're hungry, aren't you? <laughs> he looks pissed in his face. Well, I know just what you want. Clowns and kids alike can't resist the mouth-watering lip-smacking taste of Mrs. Hockenberger's Yappy's dog treats. Right, Bobo? Totally the wrong snack. And hey, Mom, they're nutritious, too. Just look at how much Bobo here likes them. (laughs) That's horrifying. That's good. (laughs) I use that, too. It's amazing how many of these lines I use in my life. Every box of Mrs. Hockenberger's Get rid of those treats. Real liver and tuna taste <laughs> with just a hint of cheese. <laughs> Hi, Pamela Finkelstein here, coming to you with an interview with Mr. Earl Ramsey. Now, Mr. Ramsey is the president of the local chapter of the American Gun Association. It's a weird Al's girlfriend is uh, doing some, she's like a dental assistant or something. Yeah, either that or a dentist. Yeah. Listen, let's get one thing straight. Guns don't kill people. I do. (laughs) Didn't remember that part. That guy's a weird face. That is such a lousy special bulletin effect. It's like a piece of paper. Uses a special bulletin <laughs> to it's say like happy birthday to his girlfriend. It's like on a notebook paper. Holy shit, I forgot about this. I'll try the best. There's bodies coming up out of the graveyard. No sense. There's always plenty of Wire legs coming up. Plenty of parking. Salad bar in the mortuary. Plots are us. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. If you have not seen this movie and you watch it, you will have to watch it again because there are just so many things that are so quick. Like that sneeze. 
Yes. You didn't notice the sneeze. There's so the, many things, and there's so many little nose. commercials that are so funny that you don't realize you're seeing it until it's over. Oh, I love it when we get to the actual commercials when UHF is taking off. Yeah. Those are some of the best things ever. It's kind of expected that in a Weird Al movie, they have to do, like, a music video. Yeah. I wasn't the least bit surprised. This is never really my favorite part of the movie, obviously, because it kind of takes you out of it for a couple minutes, I, but... For some reason, it never bothered me. No, it doesn't bother me either. It never, like, I never felt like... I think it was like you said, because it's Weird Al, you expect to have music of some sort in it. Yeah. So I was just going with the flow. He probably felt like he had to, because that's what he's famous for. Yeah. So he's like, all right, at some point I gotta stick in like a music video kind of thing. I do love the part though coming up here where the camera starts moving around and he can't keep up with it. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's trying to find where the camera's coming from and he's looking all over the place and he's, I think he finally grabs it. <laughs> It makes it comedy. easier for him, though, because when when MTV was this part, doing... This part, it's starting. <laughs> you can't find the camera. <laughs> it's up, it's down. He grabs it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay. I said it makes it... It actually made it easier for him when he was doing this music video because, like I was saying, when MTV made music videos... They used the same clip from the actual movie, so they didn't have to go through and make a separate music video for it. That's true. Such 80s graphics. Yeah. But you know what? You got to give it to Weird Al because every time he does a song, it does such a good job of sounding like the original. Obviously, except for the lyrics, which are completely changed. But it must be the musicians that he uses are very, very talented. I agree. Look at it. Look at it. cool tie-in with him the really bad graphic of Al asleep at his desk into the real Al asleep at his desk George so close hey George I finished polishing all the doorknobs anything else you want me to do no Stanley that's okay it's getting pretty late why don't you call it a night do I have to yeah Go on, I'll see you in the morning. Okay. It's like a kid going to bed. I know. Do I have to? to. He wants to stay and work. You know, I was wondering, like, like if you were traveling through outer space, I mean, like you're going real fast, like the speed of light, you know, and all of a sudden you start screaming, ah, ah, (laughs) your brain would blow up. Uh, Guys, I'm trying to work. Do you mind? Oh, I don't mind. Go, go right ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Do you mind, George? Was you can't to Look now? at that outfit. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. Uh, I, I forgot about the outfit. No, it's like a we'll giant wait. poofy princess dress his girlfriend is wearing. His sure girlfriend is with her parents. Where George is obviously 
forgotten about dinner. Hey, he was standing him up, and he made the uh, reservation. Everything on TV. <laughs> Got some good news and some bad news. Okay, give me the bad news first. Well, given our present <clears throat> financial situation, compounded by ongoing fixed expenses and outstanding invoices, I figure the station will be flat broke by the end of the week. What's the good news? I lied. There is no good news. How many? How long do you think it took to film this movie? How long? Yeah. Should have known it would turn out like all. I'm gonna ends. say, I don't know. In total, like yeah. with, with production and everything well, else, the actual filming, filming, like on set. I just don't know. I'd say like almost a year, four months. Wow. Well, at least I've still got Terry. What time is it? Uh, 9.30? Oh, no! <laughs> it's reaching for the phone. Just realized that he totally stood up his girlfriend. Hello? George Newman, you are a selfish, thoughtless, insensitive creep. And from now on, you can forget all my birthdays because we're through. Send him packing. Just got dumped, bro. <laughs> Dump. Hey, kids. Where do you want to go? That's right. <laughs> to Uncle Nutsy's clubhouse. Such Boy, a depressed oh guy. Are we going to have big fun today? The spotlight didn't follow him. We're nope. <laughs> I didn't notice fun. that either. <laughs> We'll forget about how miserable we are and how much life sucks. This weasel line now coming up too is another one that's in in my uh, my go-to lines. Go home. Shut up, you little weasel. <laughs> okay, dude, the kids do not right want to be I'd there. Like to show you one of my favorite cartoons. It's a sad, depressing story about a pathetic coyote. Who spends every waking moment of his life in the futile pursuit of a sadistic roadrunner who mocks him and laughs at him as he's repeatedly crushed and maimed? Hope you enjoy it! Hey, where are you going? We need a drink. You don't drink. Yeah, but I've been meaning to start. That's great. What about the rest of the show? meaning to start. Watch out, Mr. Coyote! It's Stanley. Yeah, George. How would you like your own TV show? Okay. You're on. What are you oh, doing? So are you funny. crazy? Yeah, the guy is like, what in the world? Why would you ever do that? Little does he know. Little does he know. Things are about to change. So remember... <laughs> This station was in a desolate area. There's nothing around the TV station. He immediately walks into a bar, a crowded but like biker type bar. Gentlemen, what can I get you? Beer. Blueberry daiquiri. <laughs> Tell you what, George. Let's start fresh. Uh, start a whole new business. Maybe we could borrow some money from your uncle Harvey. Oh, right. 
We just flushed this TV station down the toilet. I'm sure he'd be happy to lend us money. <laughs> so I guess Terry's never gonna speak to you again, huh? Hit him right where it counts. Yeah. Now he's ultra depressed. Hey, I didn't get an umbrella. Look, everybody! He's coming back on! <laughs> back on? Hey, welcome back to Stanley's Podolsky's Club. They're all crowding around. Are you kids having a good time? These kids are totally into it yes. now. And there's more of them. And there's more. There's more kids. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Within these five minutes, probably that have passed. Bird with a candy bar head. And then there was these other birds, you know, they're all trying to eat my head and everything. But I got away from them. And then, then there was this tree, you know, and there was this weird lizard, you know. What the? Whoa! Whoa! I, w- I want to show you something. I want to... Uh. I want to show you something. He's so over the top. It's great. <laughs> Everyone is really watching. They're loving it. This is my new mop. George, my friend, he gave me this mop. It's a pretty good mop. It's not as good as my first mop. I miss my first mop. But this is still a good mop. Sometimes you just have to take what life gives you. Because life is like a mop. And sometimes life gets... Everybody is just focused so hard on what he is saying. Bugs and hairballs and stuff. You, you, you got to clean it out. You, you, you Inspirational speech. It rinse it off and start all over again. And, and sometimes, sometimes life sticks to the floor. Nodding so their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I get enough. the picture. You I, can, get I can relate. Like That's life. You know, and you got you to gotta really screw up. You got to get it off. You got to really try to get it off. But if that doesn't work, that doesn't work can't give up. You gotta, you gotta stand right up. You, you gotta run to a window and say, hey, these floors are dirty as hell, and I'm not gonna take it anymore. Yeah! Everybody's cheering. Fists in the air. <laughs> high-fiving. <laughs> clapping. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Both of them get up to leave Family. the bar, and two people uh-huh. immediately... <laughs> they, just walk, they, ju- they, they just <laughs> walk back right from the bar back into their... Into the station, like the office, and the phones are ringing off the hook. Hi, George. Well, uh, finished with the TV show. Uh, what do you want me to do now? Did you have a good time in there, Stanley? Yeah. Oh, boy, it was fun. Great. How'd you like to do it every day? Yeah, yeah, that would be neat. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> do I still get to be the janitor? Sure. Oh, okay. It's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go clean the bathroom. It's a big TV star. I'm going to go clean the bathroom. He's like gone viral instantly. Yes. Okay, kids. Where you want to go? Whoa. Now there's like 50 people there. He's got a full-blown set with lights and explosions. This is awesome. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Great. All right. It's a deal. Thanks a lot. Okay. Talk to you later. George, where do you hear this? Stanley Spadowski's clubhouse is sold out for the next three months. The sponsors love him. He's throwing grapes in his mouth. I wonder how many shots this took. I know, because he throws a lot. He catches everyone. I've been working on some scene, and he catches everyone. Tell me what you think. (laughs) These ideas are great. Today, one of these lucky contestants will win his or her weight in fish right here on Fish. (laughs) 
the karate guy from earlier. It's Cooney. We start with yesterday's winner, Miss Phyllis Weaver. Are you ready, Weaver? I sure am, Cooney. Okay, you get over there and spin the wheel of fish. Go ahead, give it a big spin. Those are all real fish, too. Yep, mm -hmm. definitely real fish. Nowadays, it would be CGI. Yeah. <laughs> CGI fish. It's <laughs> the red snapper. A red snapper. It's very tasty. Mm, it's very tasty. <laughs> okay, Weaver. Listen carefully. You can hold on to your red snapper, or you can go for what's in the box that Hiro-san is bringing down the aisle right now. What's it gonna be? He's back on stage. <laughs> He's like the butler for Mr. Deeds. Yep. Like, whoosh, whoosh. What's in the box? I'll take the box! The box! You'll take the box! He's always screaming. What's in the box? <laughs> I love his face. <laughs> nothing! Absolutely nothing! Stupid! You're so stupid! <laughs> Would be a great show. Nothing. That's such a ripoff. Now this remakes plutonium out of household items. <laughs> Why would you be teaching people that? Welcome to <laughs> secrets of, of, of the universe. Nice effect. Yes. Day. We're going to learn to make plutonium from common household items. <laughs> His face is so hey, straight. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Raul's Wild Kingdom. Oh, so so good. Good. In his apartment. From my apartment. So up about that? <laughs> First thing we're going to do today is check out the wonderful world of turtles. <laughs> There's animals everywhere. This is my friend Tommy. Tommy, say hello to the nice people. Hello. Huh? Isn't he great, huh? Okay, so the turtle is a member of the reptile family, and it's got this hard protective shell, which keeps predators away, also provides him with his own home when he sleeps. Oh, and he's got these tiny, teeny little legs, which makes him move real slow. And not too many people know this, but the turtle is also nature's suction cup. Watch this. You see that? It sticks. It's amazing. <laughs> the little things <laughs> you don't catch when Check you see it because when he throws the turtle up, it is a phone. fake turtle. Yeah, yeah. His hand goes uh, off shot. Yep. Just real, real casually. Don't even notice. And then he throws it up. I forgot about the ants. There's a monkey in that drawer. Oh, yeah. They hate it when you do this. <laughs> shakes the ant farm. <laughs> oh, look. They're really mad now. <laughs> Like find this guy. <laughs> his face, Man. George's face in every shot are. always has such an expression on it. <laughs> Today we shock. Neither of them hired him. No, <laughs> they don't know. They don't know how he's on a station. Are you psyched? Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Get ready and fly! Oh man! Oh man! You know, sometimes it takes him a little longer to learn how to do it right. Okay, come on. Come I heard there were some deleted scenes from this. I heard there's deleted scenes from this and a, a couple deleted scenes from other parts oh, of the movie, man. too. 
pile of dead dogs on the lawn. Radio Shack, do you see that? I do see that. Wow, he's got a Radio Shack. I actually think that's the same recorder that Tommy uses. In the I will show them. How could they say this about me? I think she starts to laugh here. Watch, watch. Yes. It's so ridiculous. Right here, she's starting to lose it. I love how they kept the shot there. I know. You shouldn't have. <laughs> His son is giving R.J. Fletcher Happy a gift. Father's Day, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what is this piece of crap? What? What is this piece of crap? Obviously sir, not the watch he wanted. Just thought I ought to tell you, sir. There's a lot of talk on the street about this Channel 62. They're they're starting to get a pretty strong following. Take Excuse that ridiculous me? thing off. Did, Did you, you say, say Channel 62? I love his voice. Do I have to remind you? Are you right? We are a network affiliate. And we're in competition with other networks, not with a bunch of punks broadcasting out of a closet. But <laughs> do you enjoy wasting my time? Get out of my office. So mean. And take that ridiculous thing off. <laughs> Pulls off a fake mustache. Yes! I love this theme song. I know this theme song is awesome. He is driving around the most insane little vehicle, high-fiving everybody as he drives by. Everyone's going nuts. It's like a fire truck. There's more people in the audience than there was last time. The show is taken off. This is the part that I use in my intro coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You just found the marble in the oatmeal. You're a lucky, lucky, lucky little boy, because you know why? You get to drink from the fire hose! <laughs> He's there with obviously two old people for some reason, both playing in oatmeal with like. She's got like a dress on to find a marble. He looks like a farmer. This kid is so amped to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> Like 20 feet off the horse. Oh my god, he blasted that kid. Oh my god, that is great. That never gets old. I got one aardvark, one flamingo, four porcupines, two armadillas, three badgers. Badgers? Badgers? We don't need no stinking badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. He's so against them. He loves all the other animals. He hates badgers. <laughs> you know, I think that actor died uh, shortly after the making of this movie. The um, the guy, Raul? Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. But this is when Weird Al goes into, or George Newman, as he is in the movie, goes into way, way over-the-top stalker Trying extraordinaire. Trying to win back. Trying to get back, Terry. He has balloons, giant neon heart signs everywhere that say "I love you." It's, uh, it's, it's uh, frankly, it's disturbing. Yes. Never before in the history of motion pictures has there been a screen presence I love these so commanding, 
so powerful, so deadly. <laughs> what? He's Conan the Librarian. Can you tell me where I can find a book on astronomy? Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Conan the Librarian. <laughs> the sword is insane. Sorry, I love this one. I love this. A little overdue. A little overdue. <laughs> Conan, the librarian. Tonight, only on U62. Mm. This is pretty good, Warren. Wow. Tastes like poop. <laughs> what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat some cornflakes. This is a commercial. These are good corn. <laughs> Free toy inside. Free toy inside. Let's find it. What if this is really an advertisement for cornflakes? I know. I want to find a toy. In the wonderful world of phlegm, the young and dyslexic. Leave it to Bigfoot. Here, I'll just tie this around your waist. What if it was traffic court? Uh, I wish we had paused that. I would love to read all the names of the shows that they are putting on this UHF station. Are you at Okay, this for a new Friday night lineup. 8 o'clock, Druids on Parade. Then the Volcano Worshippers Hour. Dog racing. Underwater Bingo for Teens. Rio de Janeiro. And Fun with Dirt. Why not? You bet your pink slip. I get a call this morning from a guy who says he can swallow his own face. Can you believe that? I... Bob, what you got there? The ratings. Don't tell me we actually showed up on the list. We're number one. Say what? The big, big eyes by Weird Al again. <laughs> what? We beat out the networks. This is unbelievable. Look at these numbers. We've got three shows in the top five. Stanley's Spadowski's Clubhouse went through the roof. He got a 60 share. Do you know what this means? We're finally going to have some real money. George, we're the number one station in town. There's lots of fun coming <laughs> yes. your way this weekend on U62. First, slam your way to health as you stay fit with Mike and Spike. Next, everybody's favorite, Chef Bernie, hey, invites you to go bowling for burgers. For burgers. Sunday, okay. be a part of the excitement as we premiere our dazzling new game show, Strip Solitaire. I use that joke a lot, too. some hilarious fun on the all-new Practical Jokes and Bloopers. That was just and mean. He tripped that poor woman. Yeah. With this week's special guest, Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> That's such a huge figure to have. Hey, did you see that? He put the uh, whipped cream in that guy's mouth there in the audience. That's uh, Dr. Demento. Really? That's the guy who got Weird Al his start on the radio. Oh, he was the first DJ ever to play Weird Al's music. And they put him in there as a cameo appearance. 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 A cameo appearance. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Little known fact there. Oh, wait, R.J. Fletcher. Let's get quiet and listen in. And why? Because of some fly-by-night UHF station. A UHF station. I love that. This is an embarrassment. This is great. What do you think, R.J. Fletcher? That's also an intro. Saying, an embarrassment. A disgrace. Yes. Help. Let me out of this box. I can't breathe in here. Help. Let me out. I've got to do it fast. That look. He's so scared. It's his dad. 
Yep. Who owns that station anyway? Let me be your so heart. angry. Oh my god. Let me be your heart now. I don't know anything about the RJ Fletcher, like him as an actor, the real guy. Yeah. I wonder if he was like a very serious actor and like did like you know, I've seen really him in dramatic older, roles and older things. I can't remember him anything newer than this movie because you got to this one and they were like, "Dude, we want you to be just the biggest jerk on the planet." Like he seems like he would be a serious actor, right? 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 Like a jerk in real life. I think that was just right. playing the character. He's so good at it. I think I got a little water in the phone here. Uh, how much you say that was again? $75,000. I'll be expecting payment in two days. Two days? Hey, listen, Louie. Uh, I might need a little bit more time, huh? Friday night, 10 o'clock, 75000 in cash. <laughs> you? No, thanks. Just taking a few measurements. <laughs> Stanley Spadowski saw R.J. Fletcher and nearly knocked over a TV oh, and all sorts of other stuff running. Just walked right into him. Huh? You what? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears. There you go. That's oh, another one. Also from the intro. Oh, my God. I don't believe this. Hold this, kid. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Don't you already own Channel 8? I mean, isn't it illegal to own two television stations in the same town? Yeah. Oh, really? Gee, I guess I'll have to turn this place into a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so evil. Really? Everything he does. Oh. I still don't understand what Even this, this part, he wants Harvey to sign years. the papers immediately. Immediately. And he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, he'll never quote them. He's like, well, we had a deal? A royal agreement? Yes. Angry at everything. But he's so, he's really nice here at first. Like, yes. super nice yeah, yeah. When, he, when he sees him. And then he immediately turns on him when he doesn't get his way. Oh, hi, George. It's so good to hear from you. How's everything? Oh, see... Now she knows what he did. Hey, what? <laughs> the music. He's in big trouble. Uncle Harvey at least give me a chance to match his offer. Yeah, well, let me worry about where I'm going to come up with the money. Yeah, 75000 in cash by Friday night. 10 o'clock. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. Oh, George, where are you going to come up with that kind of money? Yeah, and what are you going to do about Fletcher? Fletcher. Yeah, I wouldn't put anything past that guy. <laughs> I never noticed behind him. Where Philo is, is 
lights glowing all over the place. <laughs> all different colors. RJ Fletcher is just counting, counting wads of cash. Just expecting to get his new station, his new TV station. Philo breaks in to R.J. Fletcher's office and puts in like a secret camera up in the ceiling so he can video where R.J.'s room is, where his office is. Continental Airlines, that doesn't even exist anymore. That's crazy. Here's where he's super nice. Listen to how quick he turns on him when the deal goes wrong. Hey! Great to see you, R.J. Fletcher. Did you have a good flight? Yeah. And some peanuts? Uh, no, thank you. Mr. Bilchik, while you're here in town, I want to make sure that you're very comfortable. Anything special you want, you just let me know. <laughs> now, what do you say we take care of a little business? I've got all the cash right here, and as soon as you sign these, we can start celebrating yeah, well, uh, listen, uh, I, I, I gotta talk to you about that. What? What's wrong? Well, uh, you see, the thing is that uh, I promised George that I'd give him a chance to get all the money by Friday night. What are you talking about? We had a deal. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that, but it's just something I had to do. Don't worry about it. There's no possible way that kid can come up with 75000 bucks in two days. His face is so angry. <laughs> so pissed. <laughs> Look at that face! He's so angry, his lips are curling. The world watched in amazement as he unlocked the mysteries of Al Capone's glove compartment. Aha! He blew the lid off Satanism. Look, all I was trying to say... Oh, shut up, you pinhead! You make me sick! Sometimes shocking, always controversial. He deals with topics that the other talk shows are afraid to touch. He pries, he pokes, he digs deep. He gets the answers, he gets the facts, and most of all, he gets the ratings. <laughs> Look at the crowd! They've got nooses and everything. Weapons. by UFOs and forced into weight loss programs. All this week on Town Talk. Such an absurd talk show. <laughs> Stanley Spadowski is still George, polishing doorknobs. What's the matter? Stanley, you don't want to know. Why'd I ask? <laughs> Why'd I ask? <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> is something I can do to help? Not unless you've got $75,000. He's checking his pockets. No, sorry. This is ridiculous. There must be something I could do. Do you 
Dad, you better turn on channel 62. Something funny is going on. <laughs> Something. He's mad so quick. He's already upset, disgruntled. What we are doing is offering this town a unique business opportunity. This is one share of stock in channel 62. Uh, our goal over the next day and a half is to sell 7,500 of these at $10 a piece. If we succeed, then the station will belong to all of us. Now, His I'm facial expressions are priceless. I know. Save our station. Yeah. And we got volunteers right <laughs> over here. They'll be taking your money, and they're going to be working around the clock for two days until every share is sold. What do you say, kids? Can we do it? <laughs> Stanley gets everybody so pumped. He just high-fived that guy like 15 times. I know, in like two seconds. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot about this part. I think it's time you boys paid our... <laughs> Matt's rubbing his forehead in excitement. Oh, I can't believe I forgot this part. His face. RJ Fletcher and his cronies are uh, going to do some like up-to-no-good mobster type shit. They're going to try to kidnap Stanley. really appreciate it if you could help us. Well, you bring your dogs down here. I'll wash them for you. Huh? You're doing great, Stanley. Now remember, you gotta pace yourself. You got a long way to go before tomorrow night. Yeah, I can do it, George. I can do it. It's like a boxer. Right. <laughs> Just take it easy. Drying him off with the towel, shooting water in his mouth. Anything I can get you. Uh, uh, some play though. Okay. No, 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 don't. Get, get me some bubbles, some real big bubbles. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> bubbles. Oh. Here they come through the back. Who is it? The weird suspenders. Uh, pizza here for Mr. Stanley Spadowski. Pizza for me? Oh boy. <laughs> Did you see his legs? I like peppers. He grabbed they grabbed him I by the shoulders and his shoulders. legs flew up. Yeah, like they yanked like him out shoulder there. length. Sometimes I just like to get their a shoulder pizza. height. Nothing on it but anchovies. No peppers or olives or onions. Just anchovies. Good. All right, so the mobster guys from the other TV station, the network station, want to kill him already. They're already annoyed by him. They just kidnapped him in the car. You guys aren't from the pizza place. He just realized that he's been kidnapped. What the hell is that? Something every minute that Stanley's not on the air, we're losing money. Yeah, listen, just stall as long as you can. I'm sure I'll turn up. Okay. What did the police say? They're doing everything they can. I'm telling you, George Fletcher's behind this. I just know it. Yes, the boxes. I see them in the background. Oh. The henchmen are playing a game of cards, okay. smoking cigarettes. I'm something or. We got Stanley all tied up, yep, blindfolded, making sure he does not escape. It's an orange. Get it? <laughs> it's fun, huh? <laughs> okay, now I'm thinking of something blue. 
Something blue. Let me kill him. Please, let me kill him. He's having fun. Yes. Not worried at all that he's kidnapped and tied up in a chair. The cameraman is drinking a whole pot of coffee. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Philo, go to commercial. Next yes. on U62. He's back. And this time, he's mad. That's the director. No who? more, Mr. The Pastor guy who directed the movie is Gandhi. <laughs> really? Yes. Makes his own appearance. This is one bad mother. You don't want to mess with guys. <laughs> Just tossing them around. <laughs> he punched right through that guy's stomach. Slime ball. He's driving in like a Ferrari. <laughs> but he also knows how to party. He's got these girls with him. Knows how to party. Give me a stick. Medium rare. There is only one law. Flips the table. He has an Uzi. Just wrecking the place. Shooting it up all over the place. Change. You got change. You're mine. Get out of my way. The bum from UHS Station now is asking RJ Fletcher for money. Don't spend it all in one place. Ooh, RJ's such a jerk. Wow! <laughs> I can't believe it! Oh, thanks, mister! Thanks a lot! <laughs> RJ's disgusted. Hmm, so George Newman's former girlfriend, she's kind of having a little bit of a change of heart here. Mm -hmm. Now she's, Terry is going to speak um, with Mr. RJ. Fletcher? Try to get him to change his mind. Personnel sent way, young lady. No, I'm not here about a job. I'd like to talk to you about Channel 62. Channel 62? Oh, yes. My demolition team is looking forward to turning it into a rubble heap Saturday morning. Uh, wait a minute. Would you please just listen? A rubble heap. George Newman has turned that little station into something this community cares about. George Newman is a two-bit little punk who should never have stuck his nose where it didn't belong. And if he sent you here to try to make a deal... George doesn't know I'm here. Look, it just seems to me that there's more than enough room for both of you in this town. And besides, a little competition is always good for the community. The community? Milo Let sees that they're in there talking, this so he records... about as much to me as a festering bowl what of they're saying. snot. <laughs> festering dog snot. These goons are playing <laughs> childlike games. Hey 
<laughs> my shirt glows in the dark. They have had enough. He's having so much fun. They're going to kill him so bad. <laughs> now they're going in to really mess him up. <laughs> this one guy bangs his hand on the table and chips go flying into oh, another mobster's face. That's <laughs> Shut up. So this where he sees his mouth and starts beating everyone up. Yes. <laughs> I got three guys out here that would love to cut your tongue out. But I don't want them to do He sees the mop. I told him. <laughs> Out of the rope and the chair. Pushed the table over, knocked all the guys back. Beating him up with the mop. Knocked a gun out of that guy's hand. <laughs> Blasted him 20 feet through a bunch of empty boxes. Nice. <laughs> then he trips on the boxes after he's got a, a lightsaber. Yeah. He's pushing him back with the mop. This is a great chase sequence. They are trash. Okay, so that building, uh, that warehouse where they had him uh, kidnapped, was uh, like a like a back area of the uh, the network station. So now they're in the office, trashing all the cubicles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is this the stapler scene? Yep. <laughs> Shooting staples into that guy's face. Stanley's hiding in R.J. Fletcher's office. <laughs> he laughed at him after he knocked him down. That would do nothing. No. He pushes the door. It's The chair is too low. It can't even hit the... Whatever it's The door handles. The door handles, thank you. The chair is just pushed up against a double door. It would do nothing. He's balancing a book! Meanwhile, there's a big glass window. They got him. Oh, Philo sees it on his secret camera. Yep. Don't move, Spadowski. Don't even breathe. <laughs> now this is the part when, uh... George Newman, instead what, of just what, getting what in his car and driving there, runs. <laughs> he just takes off running. Nothing around. As soon as he leaves the station, there is nothing. No. There's just fields. like grass and woods. It's just fields. Where's that bar? Yeah, where's the bar? <laughs> Cut to probably one of the best scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which still to this day... However they made him look in this scene, which is a Rambo scene, is very well done. It's pretty opinion. decent. He's so ripped. <laughs> He's ripped, bro. He's not, He's not even acknowledging that there's bullets shooting at him. <laughs> there are... Oh, there's a guy with a machine gun, point-blank rage, shooting at him. He's walking at him. Very slowly drawing. He's got a bow and arrow. This guy's really firing a lot of shots. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, look how close he is. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's slowly. He blew up. 
But his boots are still there. That's all that's left, smoking boots. Why did that guy shatter into a million pieces? Now, obviously, this is reenacting Rambo 3, where he goes and he tries to save the, uh, I think it's the World War veterans or just veterans, Vietnam veterans. It's like some sort of like a like a camp. Yeah. P.O.W. camp. Yeah. He finds Stanley Spadowski and they're looking through the little eye hole in like a jail cell. <laughs> but if you notice, <laughs> it's wide open. Why do they have to look through that little eye hole? The bars are very wide apart. You can put your arms right through them. <laughs> Helicopter rides 20 bucks and Rambo had to pay him. <laughs> There's just one sitting there. There's probably 60 guys on the top of a hill, and no bullets are even going towards him. Shooting machine guns, and he kills them all. I used to steal all these shots when I was, I believe, in hmm, middle school and in high school. We used to have to make like, uh, like videos for class. Project videos. Yeah, and I would steal all these explosions, and I mean like. All of them. All those guys falling down when they blow up, like, the Eiffel Tower and all this stuff. I used all those clips in our homemade movies. Blows up every building with a machine gun. Now there's one lone soldier. Pointing a pistol right at Weird Al Rambo. (laughs) Shoots him, but nope. Turns around and catches it in his mouth. (laughs) And then chooses it. It shoots it out of his mouth. Blows him up. <laughs> oh my god, I almost threw up. Machine gun oh. shots come out of his mouth and blow the guy up. He blew up in flames. Oh my god, I almost threw up. That was great. Oh, Jesus. First fuzzy dice in the helicopter. It's so cheesy decorated. Oh god. Oh, it must have had so much fun filming this. Stanley's just laughing like a goof. <laughs> oh yeah, and of course. Just like the the real Rambo three, there's R.J. Fletcher's in an opposing chopper, trying to get him, looking pissed. Oh, blew him up. Takes him out. Takes RJ out. (laughs) Just blew up the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) Blew up the Coliseum. Hollywood's gone. Everybody's going. I used every one of those clips in my school projects. Now back to reality. Breaks into where the thugs are holding Stanley. I'm your worst nightmare. He instantly gets caught. Listen, I can see you guys are pretty busy. How about if I just come back later? Forget it, pal. We're all going for a little ride. Oh. Well, we'll have to take your car. Mine's a two-seater. Just shut up, kid. You know, you really botched things up. If you hadn't stuck your face in our business, we'd all be going home real soon. But now, I'm going to have to take you and your friend had a commission for good. 
Red rum! Red rum! What was that? Hmm? Hold on. Is that a Shining it? reference? What? Yeah. I never noticed that. I don't know. I just uh, forgot about this part. It's going to happen right now. Surprise! Cooney and his martial arts friends are just stepped in to take out all the goons. So, George Newman did bring backup. Yes. Yeah. That's he pretty was good. very smart. I never noticed that Shining reference. Hey, everybody, they're back! Performing. Oh, I love this. This is great. This is we just conquered. Like this is great music. Coming back, Stanley's got his original mop. There when is, he was eight years old. There's hordes of people overcome with joy. Monster trucks pulling in. Yeah, monster trucks all over the place. This is sick. They're carrying Stanley. What a celebration! Celebration for the ages. Listen to this music. We it, did it. We yes. did it, Matt. We did it. We did it. We did it. I never noticed the other guy who was picking up Macintosh, the cameraman, so that he could be at a higher level. He was picking him up, carrying him around while he's holding the camera. Uh oh, RJ Fletcher sees his destroyed office. Yep. Everything is totaled. <laughs> this face is not happy. How does he do those face? Look, he's putting him up. Where he has to look, the potato Put the little cameraman up on his shoulders. There's a powerful evil force in the universe, and it lives at Channel 8, and I've seen it. And I don't want it to pop its ugly, greasy head around here. Do you? No. I can't hear you. Tons of people. No. I can't hear you. No. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why does he All right, say it again. No! All right! And now, a special report from the owner and general manager of Channel 8, R.J. Fletcher. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I come before you tonight to speak on a matter which is of grave concern to us all. He's I so phony. Yep. He is... R.J. Fletcher is on TV trying to... single-handedly disrupt Trying to appease to the, the community. Fiber of an entire community. He's trying to say the that Channel 62 is are the bad guys. You. Yeah. It may even shock you. But I feel it is my terrible as a concerned citizen to bring you this important message. That was a good shake. Thank you. You're very welcome. This community means about as much to me as a festering bowl of dog snot. You think I care about the pea-brained yokels of this town? If you took their combined IQ and multiplied it by a hundred, you might have enough intelligence to tie your shoe. If you didn't drool all over yourself first. I can't stand those sniveling maggots. They make me want to puke. But there is one good thing about broadcasting. They had to put one person that had nothing to do with the show watching it so that they could have somebody come back later and be upset. I love that laugh. <laughs> it's so maniacal. Menacing laugh. Similar to Mooney. Yep. $73,000! We just hit the $73,000 mark! Okay, Mouseketeers, come on! We can do it! Say, stranger, 
Harry. What are you doing here? I thought you never wanted to see me again. Well, whatever gave you that idea? Well, I think my first clue was when you said you never wanted to see me again. Oh, well, George, no matter what happens tonight, I just want you to know that I'm so proud of you. Oh, did you know that I did see some deleted scenes they had, and they did have a somewhat of a love scene? Like a George and Terry. Really? Not like you would see like the room kind of love scene? No. I can't like they, like they like got like, you know, like cutesy and then like it kind of went to like where okay. like they went off camera. Okay. But you never interesting. Never anything close to clothes coming off or anything. Weird Al in a love scene, I think, is something that people probably don't he really want to see. He said on the video that I did watch where he was actually going through the deleted scenes that he said nobody would want to watch that. Yeah, this is why we took it out. Oh, R.J. Fletcher is going to ruin the party. Oh, He just great. literally pulled the plug. Everyone's booing. This party is over, Mr. Noman. <laughs> I love this guy. Say that again. Uh-oh. Mr. Big. Or Big Louie. Louie. Okay, Fletcher. You win? Give me the money. Get around. All in good time, Mr. Settle down. Not even going to give me the money now. Give me the money! Please, if you don't mind. There are a few things I'd like to say to these people before this transaction takes place. He is such an <laughs> asshole. Ooh. He just menacing. Yeah, just stone cold stared Stanley Spadowski off the microphone. I'm sure that one day you'll realize that by shutting down this hotbed of subversive activity. Hey, mister! It's not now, okay? Well, I was just wondering if it's too late to buy any of them shares. I'll take whatever you got left. How much is that? Two thousand dollars. <laughs> Keep the change. Keep the change. Keep the change. Nice. Nice reference. And of course, that's Call exactly back. what they need. You're Big Louie. Uh, Mr. Big Louie, sir. <laughs> My Uncle Harvey wanted you to have this. Throws it right in there. $75,000. It's all there. The station is ours! Yeah! The celebration is great. Now wait just one minute. What do you think you're doing? We did it. The station's time. Yes, everybody, you rocks. Oh my God! It's like, where are my arms, people? <laughs> my arms <laughs> in the air. My arms are raised high. They have fireworks going off. <laughs> people are chanting and screaming. Oh my God! Wow, what a celebration! The music in itself is just magical. Wow. Stanley's going insane. Oh, look at him. He loves the fireworks. We had an agreement, remember? An oral contract. I'll sue. I'll sue. I'll sue. Look at that grimace. Look at, look at the grimace. So what I am? I'm John Vickers, FCC. I've noticed that your station is late in filing its license renewal this year. Now, normally, this kind of violation is punishable by a stiff fine. 
Spot, I've been watching you lately. You made a big impression on me. Yeah, I'm uh, revoking your license. Effective immediately, you're off the air. Whoa, just total shutdown. Turn of events. Not only has the once powerful corporate broadcasting giant been thoroughly crushed and defeated, but now, as luck would have it, they've been completely stripped of their license by the FCC! <laughs> oh, well, what do you have to say about it, you worthless, slobbering pig? <laughs> dad? Where's my dad? What's going on here? <laughs> oh, he got tripped by the they little cameraman like that he tripped earlier. Oh, did I do that? Oopsie. Ooh, we got his revenge. <laughs> hey, you really went beyond the Call of Duty on this one. Pal. This is so hey. random. Yes, and it is so George. weird and it funny. My work on this planet is complete. What? I must now return to my home on the planet Zarkon. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you. He's weird. Hey, nice Milo's just walking off into, it, like, yeah. the nothingness. You're okay. Did you say Milo? Milo. Is that his name? No, was it in a... Would well, it start with an F earlier? Oh, yeah. Maybe it was Philo. I think it was Philo. Excuse me. Aren't you RJ Fletcher? Yes. <laughs> an old lady, senior citizen, just need him in the balls. Yep. He deserves it. George, I want you to know that I'm mighty proud to be a part of your team. Oh, well, I'm mighty proud of you too, Stanley. In fact, I'd like to present you with a small token of my gratitude. Oh my God, a trophy. George gives Stanley that, that's a me. trophy. Wow, I would love to Stanley, shine that trophy. That's nice. You don't say. <laughs> I would love to. Oh, George, you never had a, you know, anybody give me a trophy before. It's, it's big, George. You're my best friend in the whole world. Oh. I'm gonna go show everybody right now. Everybody! Look at what He's, He's really going like a kid. Hey, hey, I know you. You're the guy that gave me that 1955 double-dyed Denver Mint penny. Oh, thanks a lot, mister. That thing was worth a fortune. When I cashed it in, I got enough money to buy a whole bunch of shares, plus I got me a real neat watch. It's a Rolex. See? It's the watch RJ wanted. Yep. <laughs> that his son did not get him. He finally broke. RJ is finally cracked. He's being comforted by the bum. George? The hobo. Uh-huh. You know those dreams you're always having? Yeah. As much as I love this well, movie, I always thought this end scene was, was yes. a little weak. I totally forgot better. about it. Honey, from now on, you're gonna be in all of them. Oh, she looks better with brown hair. I, yeah, right? I, She's got a brown wig on, Victoria Jackson. What she looked like with the brown hair. Please, let's wait till tomorrow. But why? Why? Because tomorrow is another day. I knew she was going to say that. I wonder what made them go with that random ending. I have ending. no idea. It is so random. It looks like they just threw it in there. Yeah. Such a bizarre ending. There had to have been some reasoning behind that. 
but they do end with the best song. Yeah, this is a great song. I played this on the movie scores. <laughs> yes, it's a movie did. scores episode of Phil Interrupted. Well, we did it. We did it. We did not. Yeah, we finished uh, UHF. Oh, my God. That was fun. I was laughing that quite was a bit. That was very fun. And there's always things that you forget are in there. Oh, yeah. Watching it. I forgot a ton of scenes. That was good. All right. So, yeah, that's it, man. That's UHF. Love it. Always will love it. I haven't seen that movie in probably like 10 years or it's so. It's been 10 years at least for me. Yeah. I used to watch it all the time, and I still remembered a lot of those scenes. Like, I mean, I remember 95% of that movie, like, very, very well. Yeah, and recite all the words. Like, all the lines that I knew most of the lines, but like I said, there were some that I just totally forgot were in there. Because <laughs> there's so much going on <laughs> that you need to watch it multiple times to catch everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the part where he's like, guns don't kill people. Ah, <laughs> dude, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. It's like, what? That's awesome. All right. Well, that's going to do it here for uh, Phil Interrupted. We hope that you had a good time sort of uh, reminiscing on this classic comedy Weird Al movie. I know I did. What about you, Matt? I had a great time. Awesome. I enjoyed myself immensely. Yeah. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it. For sure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, guys, if you want to uh, send me an email about UHF or anything else, send it to philinterrupted at gmail.com. Also, that on Twitter, the same thing, but so what? Who cares? Whatever. Uh, you can check uh, out the other podcasts on CircularLogicStudios.com. The webpage has been revamped, so, you know, diddle-daddle around there and see what you can find. But uh, that's going to do it for us here, and uh, we're going to go check on Smash and see how he did uh, washing your car. Looking forward to it, definitely. It better be good, or else I'll have to, uh, I don't know, we'll kick him down or something. Hey, it better be. <laughs> We'll knock him down or something. It'll take him forever to get back up. Anyway, I hope he hears this. All right, guys. Uh, so we're out of here. We will catch you next time. We're making moves here on Phil Interrupted. Peace out! Hi. They look so Billy. bored. Billy. Billy what? <laughs> Spits the craziest loogie on his nose. He spit in his face and he laughed. You can see the kid laugh. Three badgers. Badgers? Badgers? We don't need no stinking badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. He's so against them. This guy's really firing a lot of shots. Yeah. Matt, look how close he is. But his boots are still there. That's all that's left, smoking boots. <laughs> it shoots it out of his mouth. Blows him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I almost threw up. <laughs>